Welcome back to the GPGL Dynasty Fantasy Football Podcast, Fourth and Long, with Fonzie Goodell. G- A little hot box Lido. Hot box Lido in the wind. Thursday night football with the Monday night theme song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's I don't know the fucking Thursday night. All right, Lito. We hot boxing the whip. Hot boxing on the whip. Hot boxing with Fonz. We on the we on the way to the we on the way to the function. It's Thursday night. Yes, sir. Day one. We getting ready. We getting ready. Right, right with God. Very important day in sports. The sativa gods and the fantasy gods. We paying our dues. No, it's Jack Herrera. This is Indica gods. Oh, Indica gods today. But we are paying our dues. Yes, sir. And first things first. GM Prince of Dorne. Yes, sir. Do you share the same sexual orientation as the Prince of Dorne? Huh? Oh, he, bisexual. He's no. bisexual. Uh, no. I am. Uh, so you don't po- smoke the pole and eat the box. I eat the box strictly. No pole. I, uh, no pole smoking on this end. Okay. Uh, I just had to ask. You know, you know? I, resp- I respect it. You know. You know, the Prince of Dorne, he, he likes he likes dudes as well. Yeah, he was a true lover. He's a true he, lover. He's a true lover. Do you share the same aspects as him? True lover? True minus lover? the men? Minus the men? Yes, I, I aspire to be a true lover. All right, all right. Whatever that means. I'm very passionate. Um, tell us about your name. Prince you, of Dorne? You, uh, uh, you, no, no, not your uh, name. Uh, your team name. The Allen Crime Family? Allen Crime Family. You know, it's... Uh, it's, it's Josh Allen season? Yeah, there's levels to that nickname. You know, it's Josh Allen season, first of all. I drafted Josh Allen. Okay. You drafted Josh Allen. You traded him to me. Yeah. Uh, drafted him, you know, and uh, plays for the Bills. Everybody knows the Bills fandom is the Bills Mafia. Uh, he's uh, over there on the East Coast in New York, sort of uh, by the Sopranos. You know, I was into the Sopranos. I love me the Sopranos. Makes sense. The Allen crime family, Bills Mafia. Here we go. Okay. Here we fucking go. Here we well, go. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Where's the, where's the Gabagoo? Where's the Gabagoo? Al knows about the Gabagoo. Al is all about the Gabagoo. Al knows all about the Gabagoos, the Gumas. Al's got a couple Gumas. Shout out Al. Shout out Al. Will not be popping out. Oh, not, here we got Benji over here. Not today. Oh, Ben already here. Beat and, us to it. And his whip. This uh, bowl is packed. Great to see. About to spark the bowl. Spark it up, Lito. We will spark it. We got the little. Um, what, what? How do you feel about uh, ditching the Le'Veon name? Uh, it was something about smoking, right? Or the picture? Your picture was Le'Veon smoking weed. Picture was Le'Veon smoking weed. You know, I'm gonna keep it all the way a buck with you guys. You know, Le'Veon is not what we thought he would be in on the Jets. Uh, I was drafting Steelers Le'Veon. I got. Adam Gates, Le'Veon? I got somebody else. You I, think Adam Gates has, is the reason that fucking Le'Veon is ass? No. Call, call uh, Ben. Call Ben. Tell him to hop in. Uh, Gates and uh, <coughs> Le'Veon have a great relationship, actually. Okay. Uh, according to Le'Veon. You know, I'm a Le'Veon guy. I got to stay on top of it. Wow. Okay. Um... Give me one second. That's some dead air time right there. Um, yeah, you know, Le'Veon, um, he, I drafted him as an RB1. He's my RB fucking, like, three, you know? I got Kenyon Drake coming out of nowhere. Got saving him. saving your seasons? Dude, Kenyon Drake. Oh, first of all, everybody gave me shit when I drafted him out of Miami. I thought he was the guy in Miami. 
And uh, who was the other guy? It was like Balaj. It was Balaj and it was Balaj. And I had I was on Kenyon Drake, and everybody's like Kenyon Drake, Kenyon Drake. And then he fucking goes to Arizona. And to and be fair, out. it didn't look like he was anything in Miami, which is Miami's fault. Wasn't that Adam Gase? That was Adam Gase. <laughs> is Adam Gase just where running backs go to die? I don't know. I think I do like that. I do like that. Uh, Le'Veon has Sammy Mano with him. Um, we need that connection this year because yeah, Sammy Fon- Mano. Fonzie and Lito both need that connection this year. Um, we can both profit greatly from it. But anyways, Le'Veon is no longer my RB one. You know, I don't think that's Ben, is it? That's Ben. That's Ben with the firefighter plates. There's Bun. There he is. We have just pulled up on GM Bun. Mobile Studio Hotbox. The mobile Hotbox Stew. Pulling up next to Bensky. Hopefully he joins in on the combo. He does not look like he is uh, willing to hop in. Oh, he's here. He's coming. He's coming. He's going to give us his hot takes. Hopefully, Fonzie. Fonzie, uh, back to what I was saying. Yeah, Le'Veon's no longer my RB1. I think Kenyon Drake is my RB1 this year. But that's not bad because Kenyon's pretty high this year, right? Like in redrafts and stuff? Yeah, he's doing good. How's Kenyon doing? He's doing good. He's going up there. He's going up there, right? Yeah. The hype, the hype is uh, is real. Hop in, Ben. Hop in. We need some quick words. Yeah. Jo- joining us now is uh, GM Ben Ryan. Ben Ryan in the house. What's up, boys? Ben, give us, give us a rundown of the season. I'm a little worried. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I don't know. Wait, um, Bears or your fantasy season? Both. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Both. Bears? I don't know. Um... If you guys can both na- name a weakness to your team, what would it be? Leo? Wide receive- receiving core, obviously. That's your weakness? Yeah. We got Debo Samuel as our number one. Oh, I'm talking about your fantasy team. Oh, fantasy. Oh, let me see. Ben? Running back. Running back on your team? Chris Carson is my number one, and that's weak. I need someone a little more reliable than Chris Carson. Um, I'd say running backs because of Le'Veon, just because of where I drafted him. But I have... Enough. I mean, I got fucking. You know, I got running back for days, dude. I got. Ben, what, what do you Dobbins, got for running back? Well, in the weeds. I got Marlon Mack, Tariq Cohen, Raheem Mostert. Okay, dude, I like Mostert though. I do too. Mo- I, dude, Mostert is not getting any respect in redraft leagues. No, like, he's not. I at, saw him. Huh? It's just that 49ers offense, man. Like that running back by committee, they're gonna yeah. go with the hot. Well, hand Jarek there. McKinnon's got something to say now this year too. So. Yeah, exactly. but but like, they run a lot, dude. They do yeah, run they a do. lot. They run a lot, so you mean it's got, you kind of want a piece of that run game. I'm happy I got him, I'll be honest. I mean, I would say Mostert is the number one in that run game. You know, last year the Niners would have had the best rushing offense in history had it not been for the Ravens, who had the best rushing offense in history. We had the the one and two best rushing offenses in history last year, the Niners and the Ravens. Wow. Yeah. How about that? How about that? That is a good fact to know. (laughs) So, yeah, the Niners are running it. Jerry Judy season? Yes. Oh, I'm looking forward to it, man. Sorry, uh, Fonzie, Cortland Sutton. As soon as I saw that, I wanted to reach out to Fonzie, nah, but I didn't want to be that guy. AC Jones, man, you know, he might not miss too much. He, I, I don't feel confident starting him in my lineup this week, but I don't think he's going away. No, I, I do I think Jerry Judy away. is a very oh, talented uh, receiver, though. I want, dude, I I want Sutton to play because that will draw the number one corner, and that will give Judy Stay the away. best. Stab it in there. I'll Stab you it in know. there. He'll have his best potential if Cortland Sutton's on the field too. He might he might take some targets, but that's fine. 
number one corner is always going to be on Cortland Sutton. Right, exactly. So I and that's good. I and the, and you know, Jerry, rookie, you know, he still got to develop. Exactly. Yeah. And are, are you a little bit? Are you a little bit worried about uh, Tennessee defense? Being Jerry's first assignment. Yeah, that's gonna be a little rough. It's gonna be a little Especially rough, huh? They, they just got Dude, I got Kyle. Like, oh, that Don't they got Bird? Ooh. That guy um, Bird's supposed to be a pretty top cornerback, isn't he? Yep. So <laughs> I don't know, man. That's gonna be a tough start for Jerry. <laughs> he's in your lineup, locking him in. No, he's oh, not starting. I got, got Kyle my fucking QB one going against my team and like arguably the best defense in the league week one. A little going off a little off topic, no no fantasy or real life. Madden? Giving Kaepernick the 81 rating? Yeah, garbage. Fucking I don't know garbage. what the fuck that is. I don't, Dude, I, don't I just don't Cap. like that they're pandering, though, yeah, because, yeah, like, they took Cap. him off and, like, they censored his name, like, in, like, Madden 2017. You My know? thing is, you know, Kyler Murray balled out last year. And he's a 77? And he's a 77? That's just a level of Kyler. Bullshit. Dude, Kyler should be an 81. Yeah. 81, 82. Yeah. Give him 80 at least. Like. Give, him, no, yeah. give him 81, 82. Yeah. I feel like 80's low for a QB, like. 80's an average QB. Yeah. That's an average QB. What was, what was is, Mitch's overall? I, didn't I think Mitch's, last year it was Mitch's, like 79, dude. Mitch is 75 now. Now. Five. Ooh, that's rough. <laughs> that's rough. That's rough. <laughs> I think, that's I think at the beginning of, of Madden, he was an 82. Damn. And then it was 79 by the end. No, I'm good. I'm good on that, too. Any hot, takes, any hot takes for today's game, guys? Before I let you guys go and we, we get in here and start getting on this trio. Uh, hot takes. Who's victorious for this game? Houston. Chiefs or Houston? Ooh, Houston. Houston, Houston straight 10. up? Houston by 10. Houston by 10? Whooping that ass. You don't even need the plus 9 they were offering. He says, I'm taking I Houston think, straight up. I think I'll take Houston plus 9 for sure. Okay. My money is Houston plus 9. But don't be surprised, dude, if, like, the Chiefs just come out and put on a master class and like because Houston has shit the bed before. Yep. Houston has come out in big games and put up eight points, yep. you know, 14 points. And Kansas no City's never gonna Watson. do that. Kansas City's always gonna give you 21, 28. Uh, I don't know, man. I think I think didn't Mahomes have a first a bad first week? No, because uh, no. Sammy Watkins had three touchdowns. No, that yeah. Kid, so that ain't right, almost 200 yards. The fucking Kansas City Chiefs are my nemesis. I'm fading. Clyde, you guys know you guys know what time it is, dude. It's fucking. I, you see the hat, bro. Fuller time, baby. Champions by the bay, baby. You know what time it is, back gang, gang. Ben Wolfler is gonna bang, do bang, great bang, for gang. you every week until he gets hurt. Yeah. Who? So enjoy him. Who? Will Fuller. Will Fuller. Man, you cut those dreads off too. Oh no, he might have lost the power, bro. Nah, he's got it. Dude, he's the dreads, the dreads give you powers. All right, guys. Thanks for helping me out. Uh, we're about to hop in the trio. Uh, this is GPGL. Game one. Game one. Let's go. What it do, what it do, Mr. Sneaky Snake? What's going on, Mr. Fonzie? Can you hear me good, Coach Shady? I can hear you presently with Commissioner Goodell. All right, all right. Welcome to uh, a new season. You are our new member to the GPGL League. Thank you for having me. As a member, you are bringing in also our first ever coordinator, co-GM, offensive coordinator. Big Gooch Live. To, uh, to show me your TDs. Show me your titties. Coach, offensive quarter for show me your titties. How do you feel about uh, show me your titties getting some flack? The OGest of names getting some flack? You think that's a little disrespectful by by uh, Al? You know what, man? 
it's all love at the end of the day, but he does talk a lot of shit. But you know, it is what it is. You know, that is that is like the typical. You know, like my first fantasy draft name. I got it off of like one of those like lists. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna be that guy and probably you know use. We, we've all done it before. Yeah, like I had to do my initiation to. Yeah. I remember uh, a summer or uh, a fall uh, about four years ago when uh, a young running back by the name of Todd Gurley was drafted by the Rams. And I picked him up. And um, you can only imagine how basic my team names were. I'm pretty sure it was uh, fucking your Gurley, uh, Gurley Power. Um, along those lines, they weren't too creative, and they got them from online. You know, it happens. That's where all the best names come from. Is online. Right now, uh, my favorite team name is uh. My. You're a little uh, choppy over there. My favorite uh, fantasy team name right now, currently, is uh, Unsolicited Dak Picks. Unsolicited Dak Picks. <laughs> That's a good, That's a good one. one. That's Ernesto, good. Uh, can you give us a prediction for your team this year? Uh, six seed. You think you're going to get the six seed, huh? Technically, that would be the playoffs, wouldn't it be? I'm trying for the six seed. I ain't saying I'm gonna get it, but I'm fighting for the okay. six seed. Okay. You know, I hope you, your guys' uh, dreams are fulfilled. Um, if you could name one weakness, you know what? They'll probably be crushed before they even start. But if you can name one weakness to your team, what would it be? Uh, like position. Yeah, position wise. What position do you think you're uh, hurting right now? In the tight end situation, definitely hurting there. <clears throat> if you uh, you could just talk some smack to anybody, what would you like to say to them right now? I won't lie. So how do I sound now? To somebody that you know, maybe somebody's been coming at you a little bit, disrespecting you. Just in general, fuck. Oh, I definitely don't. Uh, I am very insulted oh, by these Rezzy with uh, disrespect offers. Fucking ass! I don't know who you think the fuck you are, but I read fucking all the fucking time. Ever since I joined the fucking yeah. league, which was I obviously um, what was it week eleven or something like that. Since then, he offered some good picks for like maybe week week uh, 12 and 13 but they obviously weren't enough for me to like turn around the team and not get last place but ever ever since that season ended all off season wow and PSA to PSA to GM Resonator stop with the shitty offers Ernesto is new to the league but his butthole is not virgin it has been raped before it will not be raped again yeah and It is what it is. Before, you know. 
but it is what it is, you know. You know, luckily I got, you know, luckily I have I, I have an offensive coordinator to also back me up and be like, be like, hey, like I don't know about this. What you think? Fucking garbage. Everything he ever sent was wow. sent back with a. Uh, Okay. Resi equivalent of a flaming garbage can. Flaming fucking garbage ass trade. So. Oh okay. All right. Let's set the record straight. No, his trade flaming garbage can offers from Resi. Let me set the record straight. Wow. You know I have gotten a couple bad ones from him too. So yes, yes they have. I think anyone can attest to that. Not just me. What do you? Yeah. Hopefully they improve with the season because he has a good team. Yeah. Typical Rezzy, story of his life. What do you think will be your result of your matchup this week? You are playing the Allen Crime family and Prince of Dorm. Um, It's a tough fucking matchup. I'm not going to lie. Uh... It can go either way, you know. Um, I'm still uh, kind of hesitant on AJ Brown right now. He says it's questionable, but he doesn't play. Currently, you're projected so. to. Uh, eh, it is what it is. But point two, two only tenths. with like point, what point, point two tenths of a like forty forty of a point. You're projected to beat him. So this is, this is a slugfest. It's going to happen. Do you think that you are right now because of me? It's. Uh yes, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Yes, you're the only one that I've traded with. Uh, a lot of help and like a lot of help and like knowledge and like just like breaking shit down for me, like making it more understandable for me, so I can like go ahead and like try to concept these graphs of like the charts and the depth, like you know the stats and the charts and all that stuff. So I think that to me is yeah. Like I do owe it to to that to you. Like I do owe that to you. And then so I, as I was saying, um, and I was like. The three players that I traded you, you are now starting. And it seems like it paid off for you. It has paid off for me. Um, you have a talent for basically scouting. And I'm not going to lie. You do. You have the most, like, uh, off like the off season, like I was hanging out with you and Edgar. We would always be watching, uh, you know, like the mock drafts and stuff like that, and the same ones that you would be hyped up for, like in the beginning of like back in like January and February, were the same ones that like are doing well now, or the ones that you have on your team, you know. So it's like it comes down to like, you know, you start reading different. Uh, you know, journalists and analysts from different apps and stuff like that. And then, you you know, you start picking your writers. And then, you know, obviously those writers have, you know, the keys and the locks. And obviously, you know what to read and who to listen to and what to, like, look for. So, you know, I give you that. You do have that talent. Due to unforeseen circumstances, our interview with GM Ego Ernesto was cut short. Joining us now is GM El Chapo. What it do, what it do. What sounds it do, baby. Good. You sound great. All right, sounds good. Thank you for joining us on our new season, new first episode of the season. 
GBGL podcast? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm excited to be here. I'm ready for the year. More ready than ever. Starting off, uh, first of all, I want to know your prediction for your, te- your team this year. I'll always, I'm always a playoff caliber team. You know, I, I'm not going to be bullish and uh, I'm not going to go out there and say that we're number one, but uh, that poss- it's always a possibility. So I'll I leave it that. at that. I love that you're humble, but you know you have a good team. That's always good. I can leave it at that. That's fine with me. You have a, a seems a tough matchup this week against uh, up and coming star Luis. Ah. You know, I feel like this will be the same as the last few times I faced Luis. It's always close. Luis looks like he edges it out, and last second I come through and I beat his ass. So I see the same outcome. Okay, okay. Um, You think uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is a bunch of smoke, or he's the real deal? You know what? I honestly, I probably should have been watching some some tape on the guy, but I see what everybody else says. My my whole thing is that you just you can't be – you can't think that just because he's a shorter guy that he's not going to be shit. So I just, you know, if I go out and I talk a ton of shit and then he pops off against me, you know, all the signs were there for him to be the guy anyway. So I don't think it's smart to uh, say that he ain't shit. Edwards Lair comp is uh, Brian Westbrook, um, <laughs> who they say is a very good pass catching back. Uh, he was before my time. I did not get to see him play. I've only seen some YouTube highlights, you know. Sure. Um, sure. He, he is very explosive when uh, in, in open field. I will say that he is good in open field. My only thing with the Westbrook comp is uh, Brian Westbrook was a uh, five foot ten. Mm, I get you. I mean, I think if he wasn't in the situation that he is in, where he's in the Chiefs' offense, and you have their top guy opt out for the season, so now he's the guy. You know, I don't think the hype would be quite as real as it is. And it, it, to me, I'm still, you know, I wouldn't take the shot on a not safe bet, you know, that high up first round and in, in drafts like that for redraft shit. But, uh, you know, it's I, I'm not going to be I'm not going to be shocked if the guy goes out and does well. He's He's got every reason to and basically no reason other than he's all smoke if he doesn't. Uh, me and you have partaken in a bet with Luis, owner of Clyde Edwards-Lair, on uh, over-under. The over-under was set at 17. I just looked at his lineup. Uh, he got a big old red on him, and he is now down to 13. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, I wish I would have taken that bet. Lito took that bet with you, but... Oh, it was not you. It was Lito. Okay. That, that's okay. Yeah, I that's- mean, I, I would have been on your side anyway, because 17 is... Uh, <laughs> You know, I, I thought I thought somebody was going to throw out 20, and then I was for sure going to smash the under. But uh, the fact that he's got 17 and is now projected 13, I think uh, you'll, you'll probably hear a little crying coming out of Luis, but that's nothing new. It's all right. You know, he made the bet, and uh, you now he's got to sleep on his bed. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I'm looking forward to tonight's game, watching Speaking him. Speaking of team names, oh, I'm sorry, cutting you off. Speaking of team names, Al Ditching shits the bed. Yeah, you know, uh, it was it was a long. I, I used that name for a while, and uh, you know, I think we need to be on the more uh, side of positivity. You know, there's no reason to be on the negative side. I agree, and you know what? I'm, I'm thinking of this like the Redskins. You know, Redskins sucked for a while. They had some good teams, never won. 
you know, washing the slate clean, dropping the Redskins, dropping the shits to bed, and we're moving forward. Thick ink, the Washington football team, you know, hoping for brighter futures. I think uh, I think this is a, the right move. Shits to bed I, only means that you're going to lose. And I now I see nothing but winners over there at Team Thick Ink. I appreciate it. Thick Ink is here to uh, stay. Thick Ink is here to win. And uh, like I said, it's all positivity. There ain't no negativity coming out of here. I love it. Um, I have a, a question I'm going to ask a majority of the members, and it's uh, what are you making of Rezzy's team? Uh, you know, I have to, I'd have to double check. Uh, oh, if you let, if you cut this shit out for a second, I can peep it really quick. <laughs> um, yeah, you can go ahead and peep it real quick. Uh, it's all right. I'm, I'll edit. I mean, he has, you know, if you look at the very top, you see Patrick Mahomes and you see CMC and you're like, oh man, this guy's going to have a team of killers. And it really kind of drops off after that, you know. You have yeah. Calvin Ridley; he could he could be he could be huge, but I, I think the depth is kind of gone. I feel like Rezzy has made one too many moves to kind of turn what could have been an amazing team into now a couple of good names and you know shit else. So a lot I, of hope. A lot of hope. I put him fringe. I, I I do I do think that he's got one of the top teams. But I think as the dynasty progresses, he just keeps trending down and uh, making moves that uh, keep hurting his team. And uh, I think as, as soon as things started to go rough, he's going to try making another big move and it's going to backfire on him again. You know, Rezzy's uh, biggest enemy is himself. It was since from the beginning, his biggest enemy was himself and I uh, uh, hope the best for him. You know, he did have a good team last year. This year, he still has a good team. Uh, but nobody's scared of it. I'm not scared of it. Beat him last year. You know, I'm wanna, coming at it again. I want to put on record that I I tried making every move I could to get the ham sandwich back on my team, and uh, he refused. So if the ham sandwich is a bust this year, I did everything in my power to take him off that squad. Wow. Um, <clears throat> he is a... Uh... He is a a very uh, interesting pick this year because I think him and Bell are are like in the same mysterious realm of are they going to return to elite or are they going to stay in, in their level of mediocrity that they had last year? Yeah, I would say that the upside potential of DJ is probably higher than Bell just because the Jets – Adam, if Adam Gase is there, the team is not going to be good. I just I, that's the way I feel about it. Uh, if Cooks is in and out all the time, I don't see how DJ doesn't just get forced to have a good year by having to be another pass catcher for that team. Did a DJ right. trade happen? Did Rezzy already trade DJ away, and I forgot about that? that I think I feel like that might have happened. Uh, no, he still got uh, David Johnson. Okay, all right. Just making sure. Just making sure. He's a big believer of the David Johnson. All right, big ham sandwich guy. Big ham sandwich guy. Um, you know it could pay off. I do think though, in comparison to Bell and ham sandwich, uh, uh, Le'Veon might be force fed a little bit more. I feel like there's more weapons in um uh, Houston than there is in um. 
over at world. New York. You know what I mean? I just feel like Gase is doing literally anything he can for Le'Veon to not want to be there and to not oh, look you think Oh, uh, you think that Gase is pushing him out? It's a mutiny, yeah. Sabotage. Okay. okay. Gotcha, gotcha. He probably tried trading him, couldn't get rid of him. Now he's pushing him out the door. Makes sense. You know, I can oh. totally see that. I mean, how how many times can you possibly hype up Frank Gore? How can you try and trade for you try and well, trade for uh, Balage? You know, that guy was like one point nine a carry last year, and and Gase is like, yeah, that, that's what we need. We need that guy here. So I mean, it, it it does make sense because at the beginning of the season, I believe he had like fifteen targets the first game. The first game. He had like 15 targets, and then from then on, he just kept the the, the number of looks just went down and down, 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 down. Yeah, you know, if if Le'Veon was a bear, it'd be a different story. He'd be a he'd be a fucking monster. But they, I just feel like he's in a bad situation, and unfortunately, it it kind of looks bad on him. So and I I do agree, and I, I agree wholeheartedly because I have Sam Darnold, and he is like my most worrisome start I have every week because. You know, I wouldn't word. The, I I remember last year he was getting me like seven points a game for the first couple <laughs> of weeks before he had mono, and you know he was not helping my case out, but he, he did end up turning it around a little bit. Is it enough? I don't know. Will the team be going in the right direction? You know, you you saying you know Adam Gase sabotaging team kind of makes sense. You know, like if you suck for another year, make a run for Trevor Lawrence or. Um, Ohio State guy, what's his name? Fields, mm-hmm. or Field, you know, makes sense. You know, everybody wants that next big QB. You know, clearly, everybody's trying to gamble for that. You know, they're willing to lose. Who's Who's Darnold's biggest weapon that he has, though? I mean, like who's Jake he surrounded? Exactly, like who's That's he? What I'm who's saying, he, like who's he surrounded I mean, by to let Darnold thrive? Uh, you know. So I was expecting, you know, Le'Veon to be a big part of the offense. But if he's being sabotaged to be on his way out, then Sam's being forced to fucking throw it to nobody. And that does suck. Chris Herndon can't stay healthy. You know, Jay, as much as he's good, you know, he's kind of not good enough to carry a team. Well, the line is shit too, isn't it? It was not good last year, no. Well, that doesn't help Le'Veon either. I mean, behind a healthy, like, solid-ass line, it's, it's going to be a different story for Le'Veon too. I know he's more receiving than, you know, he's not a between-the-tackles guy, but, you know, if you're just getting pummeled every single game, then you, you can't really do anything regardless. And then you put the hands in Sam Darnold, you know, all hands on deck for Sam Darnold, and Jameson yeah. Crowder's your best option. It's just like, ugh. Yeah, and Sam's kind of young, you know, like – very young, to be honest. He's extremely young. So, he's younger than Burrow. Yeah, he's very, he, very much so younger than Burrow, and that's crazy. So we'll see. We'll see how that team goes. Um, maybe it pays off for Gase. Maybe it doesn't. My bet it doesn't. So I just still want Sam to do decent, halfway decent for me. He's a good prospect. I hope he gives me at least eighteen points a week. That seems. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's great. <laughs> Send the bar low so you can hit it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, if you could point out any weakness in your team this year, Al, what would it be? Uh, it's definitely going to be running back depth behind Zeke. You know, I, I feel comfortable at least with uh, the fact that I have Pollard 
because if Zeke were to go down, then you just put Pollard right in there and it's fine. But uh, I, I'm taking a couple of swings uh, and just hoping on some guys that they'll come through because, uh, you know, I, I just felt like yeah. I needed a little bit more of that. I, I did get rid of a few wide receiver depth pieces to make my tight end stronger as well. Uh I really need AJ. It's crazy as it sounds. I need AJ to be healthy. Report came out today. Says he's 100 percent healthy. He's ready to go. Week one, full lock. So uh, you can just throw four, four or five receivers out there. Uh yeah. As of right now, I think so because that I don't have more sense. Yeah, I, I don't have another uh, as of right now guy that's going to go in and uh, tear it up. But I do want it noted that DJ Dallas is very liked in Seattle. Chris Carson, you know, if he gets hurt, okay. it ain't going to be the Carlos Hyde show. Um, I think DJ Dallas on the second half of the year is going to be a name that people are picking up, and he's going to be a hot waiver wire acquisition. Okay. That is that is a good a good uh, observation. Um, no, Carlos Hyde's days of being uh, one are way behind him, and he's a good change of pace guy. You know, what's up with Penny? Is he still in the Seahawks? Uh, he is still on the pup, I believe. He tore his, I think he How tore his ACL late last year, and he's uh, not quite back yet. How unfortunate. Yep. Yeah. Um, I would expect the DJ Dallas to be a, a very hot waiver ad if uh, Chris Carson ever would go down. Um, especially this year, more than ever, having a rookie that can fill in and knows a playbook, you can trust a block and protect your quarterback is going to be the number most important thing to have on your team. Oh, yeah. Running back, rookie running backs are gold mines for teams because as soon as they want that big contract, it's like, okay, we'll give you an extension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See you offseason traded. Yep. They'll give, them, they'll, give them that, they'll give them that race for a year, fucking burn out their wheels, Beat them, make them beast, get as much as you can out of them, and get another rookie running back. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, the whole thing with kind of going back to the Jets a little bit with Le'Veon and all that, you know, the Michael P. Ryan uh, rookie, he, uh, I watched the highlight reel between DJ Dallas and Michael P. Ryan uh, from college, and I thought P. Ryan's tape was better. He looked more explosive. He looked like he was more capable of making big plays. Uh, and it's kind of a, a similar thing. You got your stud, you got your old lost guy and then you got the rookie on both Seattle and New York. Right. Um Gay still Jets off. The only team that don't have a setup like that? Who's We're that? Like, the Bears got to be the only team that doesn't have a setup like that. We're like a hybrid running back team. I fucking hate our our uh running back depth. It's I I mean it, it really stupid. is. If we were like, able if we were able to have been to have said we have David Montgomery Leonard Fournette and Tariq Cohen, I think our team would be so much stronger and what a smarter move it would have been to do. Yep. And, you know, it, it takes it takes one freak thing like that to happen for us to be fucked. And if we don't have a run game this year, I, I'm right. sorry, but as much as I want to root for Mitch to be the guy, you can't put the game in Mitch's hands every single fucking week and expect him to win. Like, you You got to establish yeah. a run game, you know? Yeah, and Tariq and Cordero aren't going to be – they're not going to be those guys. Nope. Like, I, nope. I don't think practice squad Ryan Nall is going to shock anybody. Nope. Free agents, Devonta Freeman, 
Um, is, what's up with Royce? Uh, Royce is, gets talked about, but he's still just chilling in Denver. Damn, that sucks. Um, Royce is a player I think the Bears should get. I think it would be a great – it's a cheap move. You already – you know, Matt and Vic Fangio can talk and I'm sure make something happen real easy. They just acquired Melvin Gordon. Like, they, they're – they're pretty set. You know, I, I don't think there'd be any reason as to why that couldn't happen on the cheap and make it work for both. You know, if we toss them a late pick or some shit like that and just help our, help our own cause. Yep. Well, we'll see. Um, even Freeman, you know, I, I would take him. He, he, he fucking pushes forward, you know, he likes to fall forward. Yeah. I just don't remember what, contracts he's already turned down because he wanted to get paid more than that that's the thing though i mean eventually he's got to realize that there's no market for him and he should just take a team or what i'm hoping he's waiting for is like a team like the bears to do good and have an injury and then he'll take a pay cut to be on a team that's already poised to be in the playoffs yeah yeah that's probably what will actually happen because, I mean, if that's – I mean, I would do that, you know. Like, uh, you know, like, I, I would look at schedules and be like, all right, I don't want to play fucking this defense, defense, this this defense, you know, from this team. But, you know, maybe after week four, I'll take a pay cut. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. If he's in shape and he's ready to go and a team is in the situation where it's needed, he'll get, he'll get picked up and he'll be on the field and contribute. But I don't think the Bears are going to be that – spot I, I will say this uh the bears have a real set of nuts on them to in my opinion go into this season uh with the running back room that we have and cordero yeah and cordero still listed on the depth chart as a wide receiver so i don't know i i really i i have so many questions about that but you know they they know better I mean, than he honestly do. has never actually been a running back He's a gadget guy. And so is Tariq. So, I mean, what are we going to yeah. have? Two gadget guys? Two gadget guys and hope, you know, I- I'm sure Monty is is fine. But to not have, like, that bulldozer, and I, I don't think Cordero is that guy. He's a big dude, but he's not, you know, where's the success? I, I don't remember how many times I watched him get fucking stuffed at the line last year because every single time he came in the game, you knew exactly what the fuck they were doing. They were going to try and split the tackles, and he got stuffed all the time. Yeah, and everybody said, oh, Cordell's lined up at running back, and we knew, everybody knew what was going to happen. Yep. It was, not, it, was, there was, it was not sneaky at all. No, no, it was not. Yeah, well, uh, good luck to the Bears running backs and uh, the Bears this season. Um you know, disrespectful prediction of their year. Uh, Bears three and thirteen, just like the Adam Rank had the Niners the year before. If that were how the season went, I'd be fine with it. But uh, it seems like literally every analyst and every sports broadcast has the Bears being last in the NFC North, and I I don't know if there's another division that's quite as you could have literally anything happen between any of the teams. So. I do think the NFC North is tough this year. But I don't think the Lions are a threat at all. No. Um, their offense is good, but uh, Kenny Galladay, two days out of practice, a couple days before the season starts, 
is probably not the best thing that you can have right now. Uh, hopefully, he suits up tomorrow or Saturday. But if he doesn't go tomorrow, then I think uh, Kenny Galladay owners are a little concerned about uh, what they're going to have on Sunday. Is Mr. Clean and Co. shaking in his size three cleats? Um, you know, he'll probably be all right. But I do feel like his team is getting banged up a little bit right before the season starts. Uh, every year, you know, he says it's going to be his year. And uh, this year he's uh, very dedicated to the GPGL dynasty. And uh, we're, we'll see if it pays off for him. Uh, injuries can happen to anybody. So can I put you luck. on the spot real quick? Best of luck. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right. I want your dark horse for GPGL. GPGL dark horse champion or yeah. just dark horse team? Dark horse. I, I'd say dark horse champ just because that's that's what comes to my mind. Dark horse champ. They, like somebody that did not make the playoffs last year or somebody that was not like top four? Yeah, somebody that's not been a, a like a perennial top team. And, and I'm not okay. I'm not fishing for you to say me. I want your I want an honest. Uh, OK. You know. Yeah. Um. I think Bart has a decent team, but he will not be repeating this year. Sorry, Bart. Uh, I think uh, Luis has, I think personally, he has the best chance to win this year if his team stays healthy and they do what they did last year. I was also going to say for a team that gets shit talked as much as they do, and it's probably because of the owner, uh, but I would say that Luis would be my pick. Yes, uh, Luis. Um, uh, I will never have Cliff as my champion ever <laughs> in any ranking I ever do. So I don't like Victor's team. I think him losing Jameis is going to hurt him a lot more than he thinks it is. Oh, yeah. Um, Jameis, was, Jameis was the only reason he won a few yeah. games last year. Jameis just beat one out against me last year. I'll never forget it. It was like a one-point victory and – he was a fantasy stud last year, even even with all his picks. So that was uh, – and he was a late-round pick. So it, it, when he was able to uh, get that value out of him, you know, it made his team good, you know. So now he had to make moves and try to do this to recreate that value, and I don't think he's able to recreate it, you know, <laughs> me personally. But also my team is, you know, probably one of the worst teams in the league because my tight ends and quarterbacks are fucking hot garbage. but. I like everything else about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say you're you're strong in all areas except which unfortunately in this league are probably the two that matter most just because we run a right. double tight end league. Yes. Um, so double tight end and, and and almost dual QB. So if you're not having at least some success in one of those areas, you're not gonna be too competitive. But I'm hoping to turn that around because you know I got some QBs. Hopefully something pays off. So we'll see. Will Quan talk out his culo more about his fantasy team this year, or will Vic talk out of his culo more in regards to the Eagles this year? Ooh. You know, Quan, Quan, big talker all year, even when he sucks. I'm going to go with Quan. Quan's culo talk <laughs> will be stronger than Philly fan talk from, from Vic. Okay. All right. I thought you were going to go the opposite on that, but. I, I, uh, you I know, respect. I feel like Vic, Vic's starting to realize that the Eagles are shit and <laughs> Wentz is injury prone and 
he wasn't yapping like he was last year. So I feel like, you know, as the season goes on, maybe maybe the big smack talk is going to end. Okay. All right. Maybe. All right. You know, maybe that second place last year got to him his head a little bit. We'll see, you know. You know oh, we'll yeah. He, he didn't have time this morning to get on the uh, on a segment. So we, we couldn't get his insight. So we're going to have to wait maybe tomorrow or uh, next week's segment. Okay. When's, when's this supposed to drop? Um, I'm hoping to have it drop during football. Today. That would be great. I would really enjoy that. I think, you know, because I'm just gonna get a couple more uh player uh GM interviews and um uh, just slap it on. Who's next on the list? I want to get a little Ben insight. We didn't have him on the podcast last year, and of course we'll we'll try to get some Quan Kulo talk to round up the the talks. Yeah, yeah, I do like that. I, I do don't like want to have Rezzy on the show yet this episode because I want him to listen to it because now we've had uh, Ernie called him out. You know, we, me and you just talked about his team. So I want him to listen to it so he can, re- you know, have his rebuttal next week. What, uh, did Ernie have any hot takes? Um, He said that he will uh, finish sixth place this year. That was his hot take of the episode. Sixth place? Yes, he predicts a sixth place finish for himself. Okay, all right. Uh, you know that's that's humble. It is. I would I would hope that most people would think that they have uh, at least playoffs, uh, and the potential hope, would be right? in the top. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and there's a there's good with being. It's good to be humble, but it's good to believe in yourself as well. Right. I agree. Al, I think uh, Luis is my first dark horse, but you are my second dark horse. I I really do appreciate that. I uh, you are. I, I did have you as my top five last year. I still think your team is still good, and you had uh, an unfortunate retirement with Andrew Luck. You know, a lot of people forget that was a high pick for you. I had I had picked Andrew Startup Luck draft. before I had picked Russell Wilson. Exactly, startup draft. Andrew Luck, high pick Al, and he's still out here trucking. You know, that's some good GMing, and I like that. And I think you'll be a good GM throughout the whole year, and you will have success this year. I do appreciate that. I, I really do. If one of these other guys on the bench that I'm hoping pop off do, then uh, I think I got a real good shot. I think uh, Eggers' team did well last year. He did good management, um, but he's done very bad, crucial management mistakes throughout his GMing last year. Um, he's been scarred and uh, now does, refuses to make moves. And I think that's going to hurt him this year. <laughs> I think that's, uh... that's going to it's gonna hurt him. I, I unfortunately think I was a part of that scarring. Oh my goodness! Did you see the report that just came across right now? Oh no! Oh no! Corlin Sutton goes down with shoulder injury. Denver is on fire. Oh, uh, main beneficiaries: uh, Ben and Jerry Judy and Rezzy. What's he? Who does he got? K, KJ Hammer. Uh, I don't remember yes. who. Yes, KJ Hammer. And uh, Edgar has Deshaun Hamilton still. Uh, Noah Fant going to be a big uh, – you'll see some upside from that as well, depending on how bad it is. Yeah. I didn't see – I just saw his name pop up and say suffers. So, uh, hopefully it's not like a torn labrum or something like that. But if it is, there's still a ton of uh, still a ton of talent in Denver. I think uh, Edgar's going to miss the playoffs this year. <laughs> uh Continuing how we were saying that he's not he, – he's been scarred. He, he's kind of doesn't want to make moves. He's timid. You know, he's, his team is good. 
I feel like he should still, you know, try to solidify some more pieces, do something to help his case. Because right now his team is not contender; it's pretender. Yeah, you know, I feel like some people would take uh, the negative things that happen to them and kind of spin it into a, a positive in the future and learn from that sort of thing. And uh, he hasn't. I feel like I uh, I uh, booty raped him, and uh, he is still in the fetal position in the shower crying about it. So, you know, get over it. You you, you did booty rape him. Um, whoever he traded uh, Kamara to, Clarkus, oh, that was oh. booty rape. Um, him picking OBJ first top five, I think it was, booty raped himself. You know what? Yeah. It wasn't even a booty rape, bro. He was just masturbating. Yep, yeah, he saw the uh, saw the underwear pick on the IG. Couldn't help himself. Yep. Uh, I've never seen horniness uh, destroy somebody's fantasy team before, but I've seen it now. He sat on that anal vibrator the size of an elephant cock, and he said, I want it. Um. Uh, all right, yeah. It's a little farther than I was expecting you to go, but, uh, you know, it, it's probably not too far off. Uh do you think uh, Edgar would let OBJ poop on him? Um. Yes. Yes, he would. I agree. And, you know, Edgar will say whatever he wants to say that he probably wouldn't. But Edgar's most definitely letting OBJ poop on him. And then he's wiping his butthole and eating it. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I, uh, I was not prepared for this sort of hey. interview. I would like Kylie Jenner to do that to me, bro. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I think we all would. If I had the wet wipe handy, I'm doing the wiping and I'm going in. Who's her blonde friend? Oh, I don't know her. She's the new friend that replaced her. Jordan, I think her name was, Jordan Woods. Whoever the blonde friend is, I take her over, Kylie. Oh, at least Kylie a billionaire. I love billionaire shit on my chest. I guarantee you the other one is making more money than I am, and I'm cool with that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> awesome. Um, anything we haven't touched into today? Um, I guess we haven't really talked about Ben's team or You know, I've been trying to focus on my team so much that I haven't paid too much attention to the the rosters of everybody else. I kind of have an idea, and I kind of know Ben's team a little bit because him and I were in some big trade talks uh, in the offseason, and we came very close to a few. Um, Some that I'm happy didn't happen and some that I still kind of think about to this day. Um, I think Ben is I think people don't give Ben enough credit for uh his for his GMing. Yeah, uh Ben, he's done some he's been he's done some questionable decisions. I'd give him a most improved award. You know, uh, he he's done a lot of heart back then. You know, he's he's done a lot of heart managing where you know he goes with his heart instead of his brain. Well GPGL was was very established by the time Ben had come around. So yeah, so uh, it's all right. You know, he, he. I feel like he's learning. He's only become a better player because he joined GPGL, and uh, he is where he is at now. And uh, I feel like he he knows w- what kind of team he is. He's not a he's not a contender, you know, but he knows where he's at, and he, he's trying to make his team better, which I like. Yeah, I, I like that too. Um, so, 
just real quick, give me a uh, Will Daniel Jones finish near the top 12 in quarterbacks this year? Ooh. I'm going to say yes. Wow. I do think he is uh, a tw- top 12 QB this year. I think Sterling Shepard is not getting enough recognition and is a super value late in drafts. I 100% agree. I was trying to target Sterling in any draft real late just because people were sleeping, not paying attention to him at all. It's super value late in drafts. Um, he's the number one on that team. You know, he, he's good. We're not going to say he's great. He's good. Um, he's they have Slayton. Some people are all on Slayton because he's the new hotness. Yeah. Um, they got Engram. You know, you're, you're definitely going to have a good run game. That's going to be mixed in, you know, like I feel like Engram and, and Shepard are going to get there, are going to get fed just as long as, just as much as Saquon. So yeah. I think it's going to be a good situation over there in New York. And I, I feel like they're going to be a above 500 team. And um, Daniel Jones is top 12. All right. I appreciate that. I would say that uh, that's probably in the minority of opinion, but it is. I, it I, is. There's I a put lot of- a lot of stock into him to be the next guy that was going to, that I could really rely on. So I uh, I like to get others' opinions on it. I uh, feel the same yeah, way. I'm, the also, fumble... uh, I'm also a very uh, realistic person. And, like, you know, if if Big Ben and Phillip Rivers have a healthy year and they're, like, you know, even two-thirds of what they were in their prime, you know, they're going to make it difficult for Danny, the Daniel Jones and the Baker Mayfields to be top 12. But – these younger guys are a little more durable and they can take a couple more hits. You know, I feel like that's what's going to be, what's going to separate them. You know, maybe Daniel Jones is not going to blow up the scoreboard every, every week, but he's going to be consistent and consistent and healthy. Consistent is what I'm after for my, my second quarterback spot. I got Russell who I know he can blow up any game. He, he can definitely disappear too. If the run game, if the run game gets real hot. Russell got that high floor, high ceiling. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I feel I've never felt as strongly that my – and people – Daniel Jones was another one that people really gave me a lot of shit for, just like uh, some of my last few trades that ended up working out really well for me. So people can have their opinions. If uh, Daniel Jones doesn't fumble this year, even if he fumbled half as much, he would still have a great year. Right. I wonder uh, – what did he finish last year? Uh, in like position for quarterback? Yeah, I'm not sure. He probably in the somewhere in the two range. Let's see if I can pull it up real quick. They probably uh like twenties. If I had to take a guess. And he finished twenty three. Finished twenty three. 23 yeah so it would be a it would be a pretty big leap for it to happen but you know he's got a full you know he wasn't he wasn't the starter last year no he only played 13 games yeah you know we got 17 this year if we get a full season um he was i i see just big things who started, who started early um, eli eli he was trash that's right and then he came in, uh, I think he came in game two or three. He got hurt, and Eli came back, and Slayton emerged. 
And then Jones finished out the year, I believe, is what happened. I don't know. I black out a lot, so you got to forgive my memory. Yes. Um, I want to compare him right now to a, a player that played 16 games. Okay. Uh, I mean, do you have somebody in mind or? People also forget that uh, Daniel Jones has uh, he's very athletic. He can he can rush. Daniel Jones had 20 less points than Baker Mayfield, who played 16 games. Exactly. And didn't how many fumbles did Daniel have? Like 20? He had a fuck ton. That's like minus 50 points. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. If he just cleans that up, which that's something that can get cleaned up. You know, when you talk about like quarterback throwing motion and uh, things like that, that's not always something that can get cleaned up, but something like fumbles can. So, If he didn't fumble last year at all, he had zero fumbles, so he wouldn't lose any points, um, that would put him at QB 13. Exactly. A little, little uh, on-the-spot analysis. I really like it. I like it a lot. Okay, I like it. Yeah, I uh, appreciate uh, El Chapo, GM of Thick Inc., for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Hope to have a good, good week. Good luck this week. Yeah, you too. Hopefully, we're both victorious. All right, let's see. Good luck. See you, man. Live from Trio with GM Obi Kwan, aka Kwan Kulo Talk, here with his hottest takes of the week. Some questionable, others not. How you doing, GM Obi Kwan? What's up, everybody? GM Obi Kwan here um, with the Kulo segments. First one of the year. I think uh, you know it's gonna be a really good year for Obi Kwan. Gonna make the playoffs. Probably the sixth seed. I'm going to shit on Rezzy tonight. Haven't beat him in two years. Kind of sucks. Facing Mahomes today. Fuck Rezzy. Fuck Rezzy. A.K.A. Hot garbage trade offer Rezzy. Ooh, rough. So, got Brandon Cooks possibly playing tonight. Still haven't decided. Keep going back and forth with a little injury. Um, Who's winning tonight? Texans. You taking them straight up or are you taking the plus nine? The plus nine. Oh, okay, okay. Straight up is kind of sketchy, but... uh, Plus nine, I'll take that. What do you think uh, Mahomes and Clyde are going to do? Uh, fuck Clyde. Over or under a 17? You think he's hitting it? Uh, he might hit the over just because they usually do on the first game. They could okay, use a lot. Okay. But uh, I hope Mahomes has a shitty day. How many points for Mahomes? Um, I'm hoping to see like 24, but dude's projected like 36. That's fucked up. Yep. Hopefully nothing more than 30 is what I'm praying for. But if, we'll you could, uh, if, if you could uh, point out one weakness in your team, what would it be? Uh, one weakness in my team would be running backs other than Saquon. Ronald Jones, Dave Montgomery, kind of iffy. Fucking Monty for- season still still ready to go? Monty, Monty healthy today? Let's go back. Monty shots back on Sunday. Quan ain't mincing shit. He can be here 11 on the dot, he says. Pigskin and Monty shots. Let's go. Let's go. Ready. He's ready. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So, who do you think is not up to standards? Who is lacking in this league? Who is lacking? I'm going to go with the Bolanos brothers. 
both lacking, mostly Edgar. Ooh, coming after Edgar? Hell yeah. What's wrong with Edgar's team? Weak overall? QB is uh, running back? James Conner is his man and Gurley. I do like his running back. He's kind of stacked there. The receivers are iffy. The QB will Minshew step up. We'll see. And uh, just Stidham just, season? No, fuck Stidham. <laughs> I'm only coming after Edgar because he made playoffs, but I outscored him and he keeps talking shit. And I had two bottom five quarterbacks. My team still scored more than you, bitch ass. Shots fired. Edgar saying Edgar's been called weak multiple times on this podcast. Let's see if he comes back strong week one. Any last takes, Quan? Can you give us your hot Kulo take of the week? What is Mitch going to give us? And another hot, crazy prediction that you got for the week. Hot Kulo takes. Mitch is going to give me at least 30 points. Woo! 300 total yards. Kulo, Kulo, Kulo. And my Kulo take of the... Ooh, a, Kulo, a good Kulo take. I'm going to go with DJ Chark, top 10 receiver. Okay. For, the, for, the, for this week or for the season? For this week. Possibly the season. Okay, okay. Not bad, not bad. That is a good call. Thanks, Quan, for helping us out. We'll talk to you next week. Joining us late, almost 20 minutes from kickoff, live from Trio, GM Luis Baton. Showing up, giving us his hot takes. Luis, what's going to happen today? What do you think is going to happen? Main beneficiary, Clyde edwards Lair. Over under 17? First of all, I want to say, what's up, GPGL? Here okay. we are. Uh, first, uh, my debut from Thursday Night Games. Yeah, we uh, appreciate you here. It was very yeah, surprising seeing you here. It was a, it's a very pleasant surprise, and we appreciate it. Popping my cherry for the first time. Uh, let me see. Over and under on Clyde, it's 17. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to smash Ooh, the over. Smashing the over. Smashing Damn. the over. All right. I slammed the under, so we'll see. It's so, Al, uh, this is against you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I have to do this, but Clyde's my boy, and he's looking out for me this year. Ooh, coming after Al? Coming after Al. You know, Pulling out the W? Last last year, he beat me with a, a last-second touchdown with Joe Flacco. I went to bed, woke up losing by one point. Ooh. Um, yep. uh, I spoke with Al earlier, and he says that uh, you don't have enough to beat him. He says that he's uh, you have... A track history of him just coming up short. Is that going to be the outcome today? You know what? It's a new season, all right? Let's just be ready for a new season. I got a new team. We're revamped. Everyone knows about Lamar. So uh, I think you're scared. So that's that's it, you know? Okay, okay. That's good. That's good. Uh, I do have you think. I think you have a good team, Luis. Uh, uh, I'm excited for your team. Uh, I think you can make a good run. So we'll see. Uh, you and Al both have good teams. Uh, it's going to be a, a possible playoff matchup. We're seeing week one. Just like... Uh, Titans and, I mean, uh, Houston and Kansas City tonight. Who do you got winning? You know, um, I got Clyde. I got Travis Kelsey. So, I'm going to have to go with my with my team, Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City. I got them. Uh, Minus nine or, or or you take them straight up? I'm taking the over. You're, taking, yeah. you're slamming the over, staying away the from the money line? Right, okay. Yep. Okay. I, I like that. I, I agree. Uh, slam, the, slam the over today. I like it. Um, well, if you could point out one weakness to your team, what would it be? Where, what, what position is your team lacking in? None. None? Oh, okay. Yes, I like it. The confidence is strong. Confidence You're is ready. There. You know, it's a new year. I, I made sure I sharpened all the edges. So, uh, What's the goal for uh, Luis Vuitton and company this week? Uh, this year, I'm sorry. You know, I, I had high expectations, but, you know, I'm just aiming for top three, you know? Okay, you I gotta, like that. You got to stay humble, you I know? I like that. A little humble, a little humble, but but he knows that he's he's, he's here he, to shine. You can't walk in like Lido because... Uh, You're just always on a failing? 
the the falls harder than uh, yeah than it seems, when you, you know? when you uh, when you when fall you, you fall hard yeah especially right. when your head's that big you fall real hard yeah dude all right thanks Luis uh before you go uh, do you want any any parting woods any smack talk to anybody maybe some something to Cliff something to Ruzzy have uh, you got any shitty trade offers lately you want to call out right now you want to air somebody out for some shitty negotiations you know honestly I've, I've stayed away from the trades because uh, they're bad all around. Uh, um, People are just trying to rape. Everyone's trying to rape, including myself. You know, it's, it's no, no it's loop. What the league, yeah, what the league does. It's what the league does. You, you know, you gotta stay away. I got screwed over twice last year. It's not yeah. gonna happen this year. So yeah, uh, I like that. I like staying that. away from some people like yeah. Radcliffe and uh, Mr. Fonzie Goodell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay, that's fine. That's fine. You know, we can still be friends. You know, I'm just coming for Cliff. Cliff, I just want you to know, you're my number one target. You're uh, public enemy number one. You're going down. Ooh. Good luck making playoffs. Let's team. Oh, let's go. And that's it. Luis Vuitton out.